0: using gratitude when you can step back and observe and say, okay, you know what? I really wish that that had not happened uh, with my dad or, you know, whatever the circumstances. Um, but being able to add gratitude for what the lesson is, that can change the entire experience and your ent- entire way of interpreting it. So I mean, for me, gratitude, and I know you're all about this, it's <laughs> it's this elixir, you know? And I think it's sh- when you use it, you know, you don't have to use it sparingly, like use it as much as you want. It it, it never goes bad. It never runs out. I mean, it just keeps, to me, it's when in doubt, go to gratitude.
1: Today, with us, we have a very interesting person. Her dreams were shattered when she was told she was too big to be a dancer. She had a serious food addiction due to stress of growing up with a father who suffered from PTSD and struggled financially. Being in a marriage that didn't feel right and feeling responsible for keeping her father alive, she became a hopeless empath, which led to her becoming sick including varied failure her turning point was when she considered driving her car into a tree and end her life she made the decision to reinvent her life and julie became a tv personality a serial author a tedx speaker a life design coach and a global ambassador for ma- major design brands including Lululemon, Canyon Ranch, and Mind Body Green. She also directed the documentary Hungry for More, and her meditations have been downloaded over 100,000 times. Today with us, we have Julie Riesler. Welcome, Julie. Thank you
0: so much. I'm so, so, so excited and grateful to be here with you.
1: Awesome. Thank you for being here and for being so present. I really appreciate appreciate that about my guests. So, let us know a little bit more about you that uh, I failed to uh, get into.
0: Well, I will. <laughs> we just in, in uh, knowing we have only a certain amount of time, I'll do the, the Cliff Notes version because yeah. there's, of course, you know, it's funny hearing like life boil down in a few sentences, although you did an amazing job. And that's, that, that definitely hits the head on the nail. Um, I, I think for me, what, what I think is really important, and this is sort of the area that I'm obsessed with, and then I love helping, um, what I call big hearted, high achieving men and women with is really learning to, to both love who you are, love yourself um, fully and learning to listen and trust that, that deep inner wisdom, inner voice. And, I did a lot of life, um, kind of out of the lane of listening to myself, um, not having a lot of self uh, love, care, respect for who I was. And I, I, I always joke that one of the books I wrote was called "Get a PhD in You," and I said I had a PhD in in people pleasing. I was really, really good at just making sure I could be whoever you wanted me to be. And in doing that, you know, it was it was well intended. I really lost sense of who I am and. The excavation process has been a really (laughs) intensive, I would say last close to 20 years. Um, And I look at that day of wanting to drive into a tree. It's a true story. I I, uh, was on the way to a support group meeting to handle and deal with and look at my uh, binging and overeating and, and food addiction. And thank God I heard an inner voice that said, go to the meeting, just go to the meeting and your life will change. I literally heard if you go to the meeting, your life will change. And what I can say is that since then, that peeling back process, that learning of how to tune in, to listen, to um, move forward in life with that uh, kind of inner divine presence and knowing, has been one of the biggest gifts. I I thank that darkness for waking me up. Um, and today, you know, what I'm really obsessed with is helping anyone that feels like, you know, their light is turned off. Anyone that feels like they're just, you know, not um fully there and 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 like something's missing, I know what that's like, and I also know you know that with things like gratitude, um shifting the way you see things, and really tuning in, getting quiet and listening, honoring yourself, learning to love who you are and who you're not those are those are treasures um and they've saved my life they've changed my life, they transformed my life, and have given me life and that is so much of the passion that fuels who I am today, and all that I'm here trying to do to help others really get who they are, get that they we are each sacred beings. It's the way I look at it. So um, I'm grateful today. I, you know, gratitude is a huge part of my existence. Um, I tune into it every single morning uh, in a structured way, and I also try to do it as often as possible in a non-structured way. I talk out loud to myself. So. Anyhow, hopefully that fills in the gap a little bit to give a little more kind of um, sense of of who I am. I just I'm I'm grateful to be here, and I hope anything I say, my, my intention is always that you know at least whoever's listening gets at least at least something impactful that can help transform your life today. So that's that's where I'm coming from.
1: Beautiful. I think you've described it uh, very well and very interesting. Um, like especially this part about um how you you came to this idea of becoming the u s u because yeah, uh, we sometimes forget to be ourselves when we are uh, surrounded by people, and everyone might want us to be in a certain way. And how do we do that? How do we uh, get back to who we are?
0: Exactly. I, you know, it's interesting. I really feel like what I'm learning in my, <laughs> I, 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 it's funny. I always say like, I'm so grateful to be older every year because there's just more wisdom. It's like wisdom with, you know, it just keeps adding up. It's like a, it's like a great wine, you know, it gets better and better each year. And I do think that, um, you know, part of what is needed and called for in tuning into your best self, your your authentic self, your truest you, your youest you, like you said, what I call it, is is kind of the opposite of what our society and culture and world is telling us, which is to do more, right? Like we're always being shown people that are keeping track of goals and being productive and crushing it and doing things. And I'm not against that. I'm I'm a fire sign. I am all about getting things done. However, you know, and I say that kind of laughing, like jokingly. Although I do, I do, I do pretty much. Um, I love I, everything I read about my sign. I'm like, wow, that is me to T. So, you know, but but I really think what's needed and what's being called for on a massive level, not just you know, not just for me, not just for anyone listening, but like at a global level, is is really more of a is more in the realm of of being, of being still, of of that receptivity, of reflection. Um, going within, getting quiet. It's actually the opposite. It's, you know, it can feel very frenzied to me. Like if you, anyone listening is into social media or into, you know, TV and media, like there's a lot being thrown at us. And I really think becoming your USU, a big piece of that is learning to get still and quiet. You've got to be able to hear and listen and feel or sense whatever your way of, you know, intuiting is, um, you know, being still and meditating. I have a process. Um, I have two books called Get a PhD in You. And it, there's, you know, I just broke it down. My joke was after I went through all of this meetings and recovery and support group and working with a therapist and a coach and a sponsor I mean, like 50 grand of therapy and all of that. There was a day that I went to a support group and I came away with a friend and I said, My gosh, I feel like I just got a PhD in myself. Like, I literally, for once, feel like I've got a sense. And so, I have a really simple method. It's just PhD. I just liked the play on words. I think that we get PhD in topics and study everything but ourselves. So for me, um, you know, it's really looking at the past. What has worked well? What are your strengths? What are your gifts? Let's focus on where you've thrived, not where you suck <laughs> and where you're doing well. And then bring that forward to the present. What is working well right now? What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you feeling? get really close to that present moment so you're kind of carrying and harnessing the gifts of the past you're bringing them to the present and then designing your dreams your desires for the future with BD and so really going within and i have a guided meditation to do that and even if you don't have the meditation you could just be listening to music or being still and really letting yourself imagine what what is what do you want your life to feel like and be like 6 months a year 5 years from now let yourself Really take the best of the best from the past, from who you are now, your strengths, your unique brilliance, and then create it going forward. Um, that that's not the only thing, but I think that's an important process because we often are in the past, looking at what didn't work and how we screwed up. Um, I know this very well myself, or we're looking into the future with fear and doubt. And so, I, I can just tell you, what's worked for me is kind of putting that on its head and looking at life and who you are. A as a sacred and divine being, or whatever words work for you as someone who's here with a purpose, the passion. And then B, it's really how do I tap into my my gifts? What I came here to share. We all have them. Everybody, everyone listening, we all have them. We all have unique ones that, you know, Georgian you have certain gifts that only you have, and I have certain gifts that only I have. And we, I believe really the goal is to listen and and tune into them and then to to live by those and share those. That. I think would create a very, very different world, a uh, very different place to live in if we were tuning into that way of being. And notice I said being and not doing, even though I often get caught up in the doing. You know, the human doing versus the human being. So, yeah, that's a little, a little bit on where you can start.
1: Yeah, sure. Share um, many of the things of the perspectives that you just shared. Um, for instance, the fact that. Uh, it's very important to look in the past and see those things uh, like be grateful for the things in which you at which you were great and appreciate yourself for for your um accomplishments and for the qualities that you uh, had in in certain moments because that actually helps us see them otherwise we just think about experiences from the past and we think how stupid stupid was i to to do that or i don't know all kinds of things of this nature that aren't really helping us in getting to a better place isn't it
0: yeah well and i think you brought up something really really important which is i mean i see <clears throat> i see a gratitude is kind of like if, it's almost like the magic wand or the thing the elixir like when you when you use the ingredient of gratitude let's say you know it's like you're making a soup you're making a dish like if you forget salt usually it's kind of it's really missing something or you know that primary yeah. ingredient to me it's really that 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 one of the most important ingredients that activates whatever you're thinking about being grateful for it activates it in a way that it it, it, it kind of acts in this way that it makes it um I feel like even even more there 's even more appreciation and gratitude, and then what i 've seen is you know like attracts like even more comes from that. I also think um and i don 't know i if you'd noticed, i 'd said it earlier, but even to just be grateful, sometimes you need a little perspective sometimes I know for me, I just had this recently i I do a lot of reflection and journaling, and I was looking at a thought that I had um about myself it was around worthiness, and I realized, oh my gosh, this thought like this feeling I've had, it probably started somewhere in childhood relating to my dad. And you know, he struggled with um, a lot of financial issues and and undiagnosed attention deficit disorder and PTSD from being in in Vietnam in the military. I mean, just a lot of, he was a wonderful, he is a wonderful dad. And there was a lot of like under that sadness. And I picked up a lot of it and I took it on as my own. And it took a while, but I, I, I had this feeling of gratitude because I'd seen it. And I could thank that experience for helping to give me that fuel for who I am today. And so, you know, I think using gratitude when you can step back and observe and say, okay, you know what? I really wish that that had not happened uh, with my dad or, you know, whatever the circumstances, Um, but being able to add gratitude for what the lesson is, that can change the entire experience and your entire way of interpreting it. So I mean, for me, gratitude, and I know you're all about this, it's, <laughs> it's this elixir, you know, and I think it's sh- when you use it, you know, y- you don't have to use it sparingly, like use it as much as you want. It 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 never goes bad. It never runs out. I mean, it just keeps, to me, it's when in doubt, go to gratitude.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. I totally share that belief. And I think it's, it's a very in- interesting and important point You You got to basically... Gratitude empowers us in in those situations in which we might feel like a victim. We might feel that life happened to us, and um, there's nothing nothing for for us to do about it, and we we were just born this way, and that's it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I um a quick memory came up. Is it okay to share? I mean I can share really really quickly. Um, sure. It has to, you know, I remember I, for those gone through college, not everyone does. Um, I ended up going to college and halfway through, um, I loved where I went to schools in upstate New York, um, just beautiful, just campus community. I loved my courses. I mean, I, I'm like a, a one of those nerds. I love to learn. I love school. I could be in school. If I could be in school the rest of my life, I see life as, as, a, as a school. You know, I love learning. Yeah. So I was like in love with everything to do with my experience at this university and you know, my, my mom called me and, and basically said, this is, I think my beginning of my junior year. And she's like, look, Julie, you know, unfortunately dad's out of a job again. He doesn't, his business folded. I mean, this was like, I heard this many times. Um, you were not going to be able to send you back. Like I didn't have enough financial aid at that point. I was working, I think three jobs. I'm not kidding. I had three jobs on top of school and that didn't cover it. And they, you know, she's like, we, we can't afford it. And, um, it was really upsetting. Like even just thinking about it makes me want to cry. It was so, I was like, okay, that is not an option. And I dug within and, you know, I was very, we were very lucky. I just said, okay, what are the options? Who in our life might be able to help or like, and, and where can I be grateful for this experience? And, um, I just had this memory or, or all of a sudden I said to my mom, you know, we had this, I had this amazing relative, a great aunt who's extremely generous, who, you know, her husband had had a um, very successful business and she she gave a lot to charity and did a lot to help humanity. And I just thought, you know, this is uncomfortable, but I could ask her, you know, as a loan. Um, and let me just tell you, it was an enormous amount of money. I'd never done anything like that. I was 19 years old, and I'll tell you what, I called her out of the blue. I had not seen her in 10 years. And it's like literally one of the most uncomfortable moments in my life. But I called her and I just said, listen, I want to share with you, you know, this is what's going on. I'm in love with school. You know, if there's any way you can loan me the money, it would just, I can't even tell you the difference it would make. Um, And she ended up loaning me the money and I paid her back. I'm not kidding. After, like during school, after school, I think it was like a hundred bucks a month. That's what I could do. And I started to up it. And then um, she three, four years after I graduated, she um, she said, Julie, I don't want you to pay me back anymore. It's a gift. And here's the other thing, I was I was so grateful to her anyhow. And I was planning to pay it. I didn't know how, but it brought me really close to her and an entire uh, part of my family I really didn't know, all of my second cousins. So because of this experience, it was so uncomfortable, embarrassing, humiliating. I felt like sick to my stomach, but it was such a gift. And it brought family into my life that I'm now close with and i i learned you know and had gratitude for someone who's so generous so such gifts came out of that um that did not feel like that at the moment let me tell you very yeah. uncomfortable so anyhow just a, just an experience that i think highlights that
1: yeah thank you for sharing that because i i can totally relate it's it's so interesting how we have these experiences in which we are in a situation where we really really need help and we are vulnerable and somehow we we get the courage to ask someone for help and it's not very easy because usually these kinds of situations are um like ha- have to do th- with that part which is um is hard for us to ask for help in you know like uh, if it's about money or about help with moving things or physical things and it's so interesting how how grateful we get to feel once we do that and once we yeah we get that help and we get that problem solved even though in that moment it it really isn't something that we we can really believe in like with all of our hearts it's something like that we are a bit afraid of, a bit like you, like you said, a bit sick to, sick to our stomach, and it's very on the edge. And the beautiful part is that the, the gratitude that usually comes from that is like, wow,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. You said it beautifully. Yeah, it was profound. It, it also gave me this sense of, you know, don't don't take no necessarily is an answer if you really have a strong desire and you believe in it there's always a way it, it may present itself differently than you think um and there's a way and there's a way that often leads to even greater you know connection and significance and beauty than you would imagine so it was a very powerful lesson for me
1: yeah beautiful beautiful and i, I love that we got to this point because it's it's one of those things that uh that give us a lot of gratitude and a great opportunity for gratitude because usually when we think about gratitude we think about other people and how how they made the difference but sometimes we we have to let them make a difference in our life you know like um yeah. if we if we are like two in a certain extreme and we we think that we can um do everything ourselves um, it's it can be really hard to to ask for help and to get to to be grateful for people. But when we have a little bit of courage and a humility and um, just openness to to ask for help in different situations, uh, these kinds of things happen. I'm not saying that they happen all the time, but yeah. when, when these things happen, they are they are just amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. So I wanted to to get to another part um, about gratitude with you. Um, When did you discover gratitude first? Like, you may have known about the concept for a while, but do you remember the first time that you felt grateful?
0: Ooh, that's a a really good question. I mean... (laughs) I'm laughing because it's always about food with me. And one of my first—I have a lot of memories of. um, One thing I did—I was very great. I'm very grateful for, and and knew this growing up. I grew up with a lot of love and, um, you know, kindness. My parents were very, very loving towards me, and I. So I felt that. Early on, I'm very, I'm very grateful, and I think I knew that. Of course, one of my first memories, and this is so funny, um, in the in the documentary that I did on uh, recovering from food addiction, and it's called "Hungry for More." I actually have this scene, and it came up right away, so I'm going to go with it. One of the moments I remember being so grateful was this was like I think my one of my first days in nursery school. Um, I grew up in the Boston area, and my dad. It was like a crisp autumn day, and my dad took me to nursery school. I had my favorite stuffed animal, which I still have, by the way. It's an okay. elephant, not a bear. It's a little elephant. I just remember holding it. I was wearing like a dress. And of course we went to get donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I got two chocolate covered chocolate, chocolate sprinkled donuts. Um, I don't know why he let me eat two donuts when I was four, but that's okay. Um, but I just, I, I, it's such a profound memory. It's so funny because I can remember just a lot of Joy and gratitude and love and obviously donuts and I had my favorite animal and I had my best friend at nursery school. So it's it's a pretty high point moment when I was little. I just that's the first memory that I can like zoom in on. There are others, many others too. Um, But I grew up with a mom who openly also struggled with with you know emotional overeating, food addiction. She was in a support group when I was like nine or ten, and you know at that time it was really not that cool. At all to um, be into this personal development stuff. So she mm-hmm. had uh, the gratitude journal, the abundance. I think it was like um, I forget what it's called. It's the book about simple abundance. She was very into Louise Hay, mm-hmm. who was all about gratitude. So I kind of was raised with Louise Hay and these incredible, you know, thought leaders that were talking about look, you can change your life with gratitude and. You know, she would have me look in the mirror. It was like a Saturday Night life spoof, but she did this. She would have me look in the mirror, hug myself, and say, "I'm grateful for you. I love you." And I thought it was so hoaxy and cheesy, and I hated it. But it, it, the seed was planted, and it was it, it was actually a, a gift that later on I was like, "Oh, that's actually very wise." Um, so I'm very I'm lucky in that way. Even when things felt really off and rough and not great internally, um, I did have this foundation. They planted, you know, the soil was, was rich with kind of seeds of gratitude and knowing that that would make a difference. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, as I got older, I was lucky to have that.
1: It's such a beautiful memory. And there are so many, um, like tips and tricks if we, if we are, um, aware of them in, in what you just said, I think it's, it's a great way of educating children about gratitude even if even if they say or they feel that it might be cheesy right now in 10 or 20 years or something they might actually really appreciate those seeds and they might grow into something beautiful as it's as is the case with uh, with Julie here and yeah i think it's it's a wonderful wonderfully simple experience that you just shared that that makes us think about what we are grateful in our life and the things that we can appreciate and the fact that they don't need to be something like really big that uh yeah that needs to happen in order for us to be grateful and i think it's that's a really beautiful and inspiring story so thank you for that
0: absolutely can I add one thing to what you just sure. said? Because it just, I think something's really important. I, I i just noticed, I have this inner voice that's gotten very loud and I was like, oh, that's so right on what you said, which is, and this is something, and again, I think a lot of us are very in tune with these, you know, big wins and hitting the milestone and I'm gonna, you know, Partying and celebrating when you do X, Y, and Z, that's really big. And I've actually learned, I'm learning, it's not like I've (laughs) figured this all out, but I think learning to appreciate and celebrate whatever, even especially, not even especially those small, those small little moments that can go unnoticed. What I've been really seeing is that when you can start making it a practice to notice, like, you know, getting into my car, getting into a car, there you go. That's one. You know, the tree, beaut- you know, we're in the time of leaves falling and changing. Mm-hmm. Any, any, the more you can get into that, just noticing those small moments, I really think that increases life happiness and joy and presence. And I, I think it could be counterintuitive, counterculture at times because we're so attuned to you know, being grateful for the big, big, big milestones and wins. And it's actually the smaller ones. So I love what you just said. And it made me think about, you know, this whole idea that what you appreciate, appreciates. And I have seen that um, in my own life and with clients I work with, people I connect with. It's just, it's, it's beautiful. The more you can tune into the small moments, those little moments, it's like that to me is where you start seeing the magic of life.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I think there, there's, there's a quote from Einstein that says something like, um, you can look at life as if everything is a miracle or as if nothing is a miracle. Yeah. And this, this works uh, perfectly in this case. And I think it's, it's a really beautiful way of uh, looking at life and making a choice. Like, how do I want to live my life? Like, nothing is a miracle. Or like everything is a miracle, so it's it's really up to us how how we choose to how we choose to live and how we choose to to see life. Um, but since we're getting to um, the end of our time together, I wanted to ask you about the people in your life. Like, who were the people that made a difference in your life and um, that you're grateful for that you would love to mention?
0: Mm. All right. Well, I'm, I know <laughs> I'm going to try to keep this short. I have a long, long list, but you know, I would say um, some of those that are not on this planet anymore, like Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer, honestly have been huge inspirations and part of my growth and development. Um, my first sponsor in recovery program, Paula, um, my mom, who's the most positive person on the planet. Um, I feel like I have so many dear friends that are you know, just um, that, that, you know, my best friend, Meg, I've known since I was five, who's always seen the light. Yeah. Just, and you know, my husband, Heath, who's always reflects the best of me. And, and frankly, I feel like um, people that I haven't met yet, like truly like Oprah, who I grew up with and, and just watched her go from her story of you know poverty and abuse to where she is. It's just, she's a light uh, for me and and so many others. Um, and then I'm grateful to myself for tuning into my best self and you know what I call my to me. Like I really am grateful that I decided to. Well, I'm beyond grateful. I decided to go to that meeting and not um, not end it. And um, yeah, just uh, and and obviously you know so many so many of those that that are just that have been a stand for me and and for my best and that have shown what you know my great aunt who helped me through college um there's so many i can't even i can't even name them all um probably the two biggest teachers are my two children i have two children and i would say the gratitude for experiencing that is uh is beyond um beyond measure no words um and really and really grateful to be here today i hope this i hope this added value I hope anyone that tunes in, you know, got some inspiration or wisdom or something that spoke to them. Um, that's always, again, my intention is to make an impact and help people to be more awake and love their lives and be grateful. So
1: thank you, George. And this <laughs> been
0: fun, really fun.
1: My pleasure. My pleasure. And I think you, you got to a very interesting point that um, I think it, it's very important for all of us to to be grateful for ourselves as well, like for the fact that we, for instance, uh, when it comes to the gratitude seekers, that they chose to spend this time with us and spend this time focusing on gratitude and listening to inspiring stories about gratitude. It's, I think it's it's an amazing thing to, to choose that for yourself. And um, this is just an example of what we can be grateful for when it comes to ourselves. And... Um sometimes we need that recognition, that appreciation. And you, we don't get it as much as we want sometimes. And it's very amazing to, to be able to give it to ourselves and very powerful.
0: Absolutely. So important. Probably the most important thing I believe each of us can do is to really get, um, you know, or we live with ourselves the rest of our life, is to get, you know, how much of a sacred being you are, I am, um, mistakes and all, there's no perfection anyhow, but really getting that, I I think that deep gratitude for just, what is it, like one in 14 trillion chances of being alive, it's something crazy like that to me. I mean, you just say that, it's like, uh, there's, there's no... <laughs> drop the mic there like i've got gratitude to last me the rest of my life like i'm one of 14 trillion you're one of 14 trillion possibilities so you know it's remembering that and that's that's a lot of what i've been working on um is remembering that and living that from that place very different
1: amazing yeah i i really didn't think about that much but it when when i heard it from you it it made a lot of sense that this is really a unique gift and like the the probability of us being alive is is very slim and we're we are here, and just the fact that we are here is is something amazing yeah so that- uh let our audience know where they can find you, where they can get in touch
0: sure yeah the the easiest way to find me i I have a website which is just my name it's julieriesesler dot com and it's spelled R-E-I-S-L-E-R. You'll probably have that. Um, You can find me. I also actually have about, goodness, 10 or 15 now meditations, courses, insight classes on Insight Timer, which is a beautiful free meditation app. Um, And there's just a ton of different Anything you want around gratitude, self-love, confidence, energy healing, I've got a lot there. And you just, if you go to insighttimer.com slash Julie Riesler or look me up, um, I'm on social media. If you just look at my name, look up my name, you'll find me. I kept it really simple. Um, And for anyone who would like to do a little more diving into getting a PhD in yourself, I do have a free book for anyone who is interested. You don't have to, of course, but if you just go to juliereeslercom forward slash free book, um, then you get a copy of my first book, Get a PhD in You. And it's really, really, really interactive. Lots and lots of um, questions and activities. And I made it so that um, it's, it's a working book. You use it to work through your life and create your best life.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing your stories and your gratitude. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. This has been a gift and uh, I appreciate you and what you're doing and I'm grateful for you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.